Somebody else intro this shit, bro. Second like, nah. <laughs> Oh my. A lot of black <laughs> men have died. Times have changed. White people are starting to feel our pain. We starting to riot. Shit ain't quiet no more. Niggas is fed up. This the black uh oh oh wait, hold on, hold on. This is the Martin Luther King Boulevard podcast. Bro, never mind. I messed it up. I messed it up. I messed it up. I lost my rhyme word. I, I, I forgot what it was. No, he was on to something, though. I ain't gonna lie. Okay, yeah. you know, I was hype. Um, all right, here we go. One, two, three. <laughs> Light nigga, dog nigga, faux nigga, real nigga, rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga, still nigga, still nigga. I like that second one. Light nigga, dog nigga, faux nigga, real. Welcome back, guys, to the MLK Boulevard podcast. This is episode four, I believe. Um. It's a weird time to be doing a podcast about pop culture and music and different things like that because the country is at a state of unrest right now. Um, we're coming into this episode with kind of no pre-production at all, really. Like, I guess we're just going to come here and, and speak our minds. But, guys, I just want to hear how 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 is everybody doing? How is everybody's mental health during this time? Like, well, first of all, I want to say uh, rest in peace. Uh, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, uh, yes, Ahmaud Arbery, uh, mm-hmm. and all those fallen, fallen soldiers uh, that we have. Not soldiers. Not soldiers. Because we're not, we not rocking with that right now. Not soldiers. Fallen loved ones, I would say, um, who have like died at the hand of, of police brutality and systemic racism uh, caused the end of their life. So we send our love and prayers to all those families who are mourning and all the people who are mourning, watching, and protesting, and, you know, we just send our love out. But back to you guys. How, how are you guys doing? Ashe. Ashe, yeah. <laughs> um, that, that awkward silence is crazy. Yeah. I, I got you. That's telling, though. I, yeah, that's amazing. I've been – it's it's a weird space to be in, like, if I'm not busy – I am not gonna lie, like I feel like damn, like um all pandemic, whatever, like I've been mad productive, trying to be mad productive, um, like reading, praying, growing in just all aspects really. And then it's like this past what it's been like a week, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. About and weeks, it's just like and then like even when I was at home, I mean well I'm am home, but participating in the protest um in my hometown of San Bernardino and going to the protest like it drained me like I've been to two protests and it just like it drained my whole energy my whole being because it's like you know this is the this is the new reality and then even trying to be a um an advocate for change and you know, trying to set up these conversations with the with decision makers and policy makers and stuff like that at home. That's draining in itself because like just putting together questions for a panel and like literally asking them, you know, how are you going to combat these issues, these these systemic issues um that have been going on for years and years and years, like 
it's just crazy that, you know, I, I'm the one asking those questions, you know, it, it it's disheartening yeah. and it's just, it just leaves me in a weird place. Yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely like hard to work right now. It's like, yeah, it's just, it's just weird being be, like doing other things or focusing on other things or, you know, I don't know. It's like I feel like you should only be focused on that, and and it's kind of like it is draining, like you said. But Kim, how are you doing? Um, I would say I was... right now, right now during these times, um, of course, uh, I I can't say I'm no no I, I can't say I'm doing the best. Honestly, like you know, what I'm saying like this is a new this is a new thing that I guess we're all experiencing together. Yeah, you know, for for what almost three and a half months now, we've been quarantined. We've all been social distancing at home, you know, and some of us have gone outside and you know just to walk around and just to experience life outside. But you know, it's still not the same. But to have like you know the um at a time where we're supposed to be social distancing and you know staying home and, and stuff like that and and just being to ourselves is just kind of shocking to me that you know that uh people are still you know, dying in the street. Yeah, people are yeah, exactly. People are still dying in the street. Like you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of hard to see. It's hard to conceptualize. You know, what I'm saying, especially being at home. You know, what I'm saying, at one, at, you know, at one, and one, uh, on one hand, you want to go out and you want to be a part of pro- a protest, but then the next, thing, but then you have to have that thought in your head, like, damn. Uh, my grandma, you know, what about my grandmother who's at home right now and who's the most, the highest at risk for coronavirus, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword, you know, right. but uh, it's it's hard to, you know, especially seeing, you know, uh, Messiah and Tanaya, uh, Morehouse and Spelman students, and we are, we're all Morehouse graduates, to mm-hmm. see, um to see somebody, to see somebody that, you know, that we've, that we've seen before on campus that some of us have relationships with, you know, kind of get Manhandled, like manhandled, pretty much. Yeah, on national television, it was kind of hard to watch. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, times haven't been the ha- to, haven't been the best. You know, fortunately, all four pe- all four officers that was involved in the George Floyd case have been tri- uh, charged. But you know, that's only um, it's it's a win. Of course, you have to celebrate a win. But you know, they're still they're not convicted yet, though. Yeah, exactly. They're not convicted yet, and there's still 400 plus years of institutionalized racism, systemic racism. That we, you know, that we that we have to undo. So you know, right. it's you know, I want to say, you know, of course, for this week, you know, everybody that that was protesting and stuff like that and advocating and making their voice heard for Black Lives, I just hope that, you know, I, I just hope that you know that passion doesn't die out after this week. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a lifetime of struggle that we all have to endure. So, you know, that's all I have to say. Yeah. What about you, Blake? Um. To kind of mirror what everybody's saying, like it's it's a feels like a big gray cloud of just unrest and sadness. Um, have really been on the community, just understanding like you feel bad if you're if you're having a good time, um, like during this time period, if that makes sense. Right. But like just understanding everything that's going on, just the constant reminders, checking social media, um learning more things about the social injustices the social injustices that we're, we're exposed to um and then one of the things that was real interesting to me was seeing how everyone else um non-african american has been reacting to this specifically globally um we have individuals who are in the middle east really ducking and dodging 
bullets and missiles um every single day they have time to take have time to just one hear the news and care enough about the news understanding that all of the the tragedies that they have to deal with on every day to day um and even just seeing the european cities and the streets filled with colored and caucasian individuals it was it was a beautiful thing to see um but obviously we still have a lot of work to do um it's just really really unfortunate and disheartening to understand um that we have a president that currently doesn't support the movement um mm-hmm. like he literally doesn't say anything about it which is very very interesting um but that's why it's just as important for us to you know go go out and vote um whether that be you know fighting the the elements and fighting corona and just standing in line doing whatever you got to do or submitting your ballot via mail so um, that's what I did personally. I submitted the absentee ballot. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Yeah, they are trying to stop that, which is crazy. <laughs> and the, at the end of the day, you crazy. still don't know if your uh your ballot is getting counted. Like it's it's all it's definitely all not. That whole system is corrupt, right there. Yeah, that's yeah. a fact. That's a fact. And that then on top of that, that's a that's a Republican game. Yeah, and then the, the two Bernie Sanders uh, name yeah. being on the ballot. Like I know it's a lot of people that's probably. Voting for uh, Bernie Sanders whole time, don't even know he's not even a candidate anymore. Well, he dropped out, but still the fact that he's on the ballot, I know there's probably at least a few thousand um, that's going, you know, scratch that name and understand that like those those are uncounted votes, those are wasted votes. So, mm. yeah, mm. education mm. is important for sure. Mm. Education is important for sure. For sure, my yeah, whole approach is like I, I mean. I, I, it's been rough. It's been a rough couple of couple of days. Not couple of days. It's been about like a week or two weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Um, like back when uh, Flo- uh, George Floyd's like murders start trending online and stuff like that. That yeah. morning, I had a, I had a show. Um, I had to do a show, and I was like producing a show and all that. And it's crazy because I already have a lot of anxiety around producing a show like a national show and like i'm new to like I've, I've just been there for like maybe six six months or so um and you know i'm just like very very like new to everything and so like i'm nervous when it comes to like morning of the show and i'm working on the show i'm typing i'm look i'm looking on social media i'm trying to avoid everything on social media and like i look out my window and there are unmarked cop cars and, and and undercover cops like pulling up to the crib like not my house like and I live in an apartment complex so I don't know who they're coming for I don't know if they're gonna knock on my door looking for somebody you're in DC you're in DC huh? you're in DC I'm in Maryland yeah so they come in they got like they're not even undercover they, they they're driving unmarked cars but they're wearing like bulletproof vests and like tactical gear type stuff right yeah, I'm like, what is about to go down right now? You know, so I'm like trying to, I I couldn't even focus on like working on my script anymore. I just was like <laughs> looking out the window the whole time to see what was happening. I mean, mm-hmm. luckily and unfortunately, somebody just got arrested and they got walked out. You know, and now they're like back on house arrest and stuff like that. But like that's how that whole thing kicked off for me. Is like seeing black death online and then like having it physically like having to like fear the police officers and like fear my life really i was like i don't know what's gonna happen now you know what i'm saying like it all kind of like mixed in with the anxiety of like doing work and it just like i kind of 
I wouldn't say crumble, but I kind of like definitely start feeling more anxious like every day after that. Like I just couldn't, my like mind was like super cloudy. I was super kind of depressed almost, like just sad. It was like, it's, it's crazy how it really affects you. And I really still haven't watched the George Floyd video because no way. as soon as I saw it, I was like, I know this is going to hurt. And it hurt just looking at the picture of him being kneeled yes. on. Yeah, it's for sure. sick. You know what I'm saying? It's like, sure. and I definitely pitched that as like a show on the show that I worked on, like how seeing black death so often on the timeline affects b- the black consciousness and black mental health. Like, you know, you know yeah. what's crazy about that, bro? Um, it's interesting that you say that because one, there's like a movement in my city to like the people that um I'm partnering with for the town hall. They're pushing to declare they're like the rethink public safety coalition <clears throat> and they're pushing to declare racism i don't know if it's around the world or in san Bernardino. i'm pretty sure it's around the world but they just want our county board of supervisors or they're declaring that um racism is a uh mental health issue and it's cra- like it was it was crazy or it's like a public safety issue and i was like that's really okay really crazy public safety not mental health yeah yeah public safety issue yeah. and it was just crazy because it really got me thinking about all avenues and all different ways um yeah i mean just to, just if we're gonna say it white supremacy is really you know institutionalized and how deep it really is and it just got me. It just got me to reading, bro. Like, there's like we we like barely touching the surface, barely. Yeah, for right. sure. And and then right. another thing to speak to that was like, usually because I know I know how you are, Manny. Like, you don't like to see gory stuff online, stuff like that. Like, right. should be too barbaric for you. But like me, like I'm usually like, yeah, like that shit don't affect me. Like it be, I oh, seen it and it's gone. Like out of sight, out of mind. But for some reason, like just watching the video of George Floyd, like, I, like it hurt. Like I can't, I can't watch anything like that anymore. Like I can't see no people die. Like it just affected me in a in a different way. Like it was just, sure. I don't know what yeah. it is about it, but I, that one I think it's hit a me problem. Different. Yeah, I think it's a problem when when people become desensitized to like black abuse and black death on the internet. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and 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 I I do give credit to people because like after that we did see people pushing to say like stop sharing images and videos of George Floyd's death like it's triggering. So yeah. and and also like uh and also like I know you said I'm in the country. My friend, I'm in the country. I was gonna say like uh because I know you mentioned earlier like this past two weeks, but honestly shit, it's really it's really like we really had to endure these images for our, for our entire lifetime you know what i'm saying yeah. and like even 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 outside of you know of, of course the police brutality is, is the focus right now because at the end of the day like what the, what's happening to us in the streets are fucked up but let's talk about how black black men and black women are viewed in media bro like in terms of in terms of the images like these 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 movie producers and these and these freaking photographers put out and how they portray us in the media, bro. Like mm-hmm. it all, it all falls in line. You know, it all falls in line to you know the systematic oppression that black people face. I, I, I go on social media, I see a black man with, with a with a with a, re, with a freaking racist white bigot on his neck with a, with a, with the most arrogance of smirks on his fucking face. Yeah, uh, as as he's killing this man, 
And then, I, and then I, I want to get away from that. Then I turn on the TV. What do I see on TV? A black man drug dealing, getting shot at the end of the movie. Yeah. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I feel like you know, I feel like, I feel like it's just like you know, it's it's in the, it's in the, I think it's I think for us it's become a place where we don't even know where to turn anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like and then and then and then we look on social media. We look at our favorite uh, celebrities, and they're saying complete bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know. I, it's hard. It's hard to be a black person right now, and you know, and uh, you know, to and have a positive outlook on the way things are going on right now. Because I think they're continuing to show us that no matter how, no matter where we are in life, no matter how far we think we've got at the end of the day, you know, we still we still are black. We're still we're still black. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. people bring it back old images of all other cases. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. You have to relive those things. I mean, I think, like, when you mentioned about the movie thing, like, maybe really, like, that's why I'm not crazy oh, about... yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crazy about many Black movies, you know? Um, because I feel like a lot of... I mean, I mean, I don't want to... I don't want to stereotype, like, the whole genre of Black films and stuff like that, but the stuff you see on BET... It's just all yeah, perpetuating yeah. stereotypes in the black community, and then and then we see now how white people have compartmentalized black folks, right? Oh, yeah, these people are good celebrities and football players. They're good people, but oh, these they people all they do is yeah. have baby mamas and and shoot each other and da 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 da. That's where that whole oh black on black crime exists narrative comes from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and, and yeah. we continue to push these images on online. Like that shit is not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't want to see that. I never wanted to see somebody in the hood like that. I mean, it, it, it is con- it is contradictive because like I do like gangster rap. Though. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that is that is the other side of it. I do like gangster rap, but like sometimes it's like. It's much harder seeing it than it is hearing it. Hearing, yeah, yeah, definitely much harder hearing it. I mean, seeing it. But have um have any of you all been re- been reached out to um via like someone not of color just about this whole situation? A lot of people. Uh, in terms of this situation, people. nah. But I've had conversations yeah. with white people before. Like white people have literally asked me, you know, what's it like to be black. And it was like, bro, I was like in like, I was like sophomore in college answering that. And I was like, bro, I don't know. Like, I'm barely out here myself. Like, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah but I was like, I can't really describe the whole experience because, bro, like, it's not one experience. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of different experiences. Mm-hmm, I've, sure. I've definitely, I've, I've been hit up by a lot of people because I, I mean, I come from, I lived in North Carolina, so I was surrounded by white people. And then I work in public radio, which is like super white anyways. So For like, sure. you know, things I've, people I've like dealt with in the past have hit me up. And it's just like, I mean, I mean, it's, it, I'm not going to have no kind of, I'm not looking to have any kind of intellectual conversation with folks like about, <laughs> I don't want to talk to you about that. I'm going to just say that like, bro, I'm trying to still process everything that's going on. I'm hurting yeah. right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they're going to say, yeah. you know, oh, I hope you t- just take care of yourself. Cool. You know, like, I, I'm i not really looking to have those conversations with white people right now, really. Like, 
I, I do appreciate I do appreciate the the sentiment though, you know. I I have a question though. Like so um I know everybody's probably aware of the uh Drew Brees situation. Yeah. And um for anyone listening to the podcast, uh I guess many can clip many can put a clip of what he said, just a little clip just so you know who doesn't know what he said, you can get the gist of it. But um I think it, it brings to a question about performative allyship. And um, right. I appreciate Ooh. don't have any white friends. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't got no white friends. And unfortunately, I was laid off from my job due to COVID-19. So I really can't speak on, you know, how it is maneuvering in majority white spaces, what is going on and, and, and having the, you know, having the thought of performative allyship back in your mind. So, like, I want you guys to speak on, you know, your thoughts on that and, you know, talk about your experience with what. Bro, I, I, I heard something crazy over the past week. And it's kind of been a sentiment that I always thought, but just never heard it, like, really explained out. And it was it was really by Dr. Umar Johnson. He was saying, and he was talking about, you know, he was like, people keep asking me why I'm not at the protest. He was like, I'm going to tell you why. He was like, I'm not about to go to any integrated protest. And he was like, I'm going to explain. And at first I was like, huh? Like, I mean, a protest is a protest. But he was like, he was like, I'm not, he was like, bro, white white people can't be, they they can't you can you can march or you can fight for us but you can't fight with us because it's not your fight you're not we're not on equal playing grounds so what they need to do is go like you're leaving your power structure to come down march and then and then say you know what i was down for the cause da 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 da, da but what does that do that doesn't help mm, that doesn't help yeah. us any so it's like you you came down like let's say you were you were a CEO of what of whatever hedge fund company that that has um, ninety eight percent white people, and then there's no black women. There's like one black guy, there's mm-hmm. one, no black women or something. And you came down in March, bro. But and then you just went back to doing your everyday job. You may have put out a statement, and then you went back to doing your everyday job, bro. Why mm-hmm. why are you not putting any practices into place? to combat that institutionalized racism. Like you're like right. you're perpetuating that at the end of the day. Like hire an equity officer that's going to allow um that's going to, you know, make sure everything is equitable or increase like I know one thing that um McDonald's does with their franchisees um is they make sure that their franchisees represent the population. And that's crazy because there's a dude out here in my city that actually was a part of that, but um, he, uh, Mr. Reggie Webb, I don't know if I should be saying his name and stuff, but um, it was, uh, <laughs> it was, um, they they made sure that their franchisees is so since uh, black people are 13% of the population, their franchisees are 13%. Uh, McDonald's has 13% African American franchisees, which is crazy. So. My thing is like I don't. That's that's that that I don't know about that one. Well, thirteen percent is low. I mean, yeah, but it's a it's a start. You know what you really want to see, like when people talk about diversity, what you want to see is color. Like what you want to see is you being represented. So um, that's a start. I don't because it it it'll really be yeah, less. Like yeah, it'll be a lot exactly. less. And I don't I don't know if there's a magic number. I think I think that's a good start. I don't know if there's a magic number, but I think that's a good start. But with me, just to answer Cam's question, like I I, I really feel strongly about having um 
you know, having white allies in certain spaces. Like, we're not decision makers a lot of the time. And you coming down the march doesn't do anything for me. Like, you're not changing your policy. You're not changing your school policy. So why are you, so what, you, you know, you have work to do as well. You have homework. And we have to, for sure. But, and then that gets rooted. I know I'm getting, like, getting lost in the, in the conversation, but that, that, no, that accountability, because it's hard to hold them accountable, right? But it's hard to hold them accountable because we don't have, then this goes into us having economic power. And that's a whole, that's a whole nother conversation, but just to answer Cam's question, like, nah, like, don't, don't come down and march with me if you still going to perpetuate that in your institution. But it's hard to check that. But what do you mean? Like, it's hard to get those receipts, you know? Like, because like, people really just go back to their day job. Huh? Like, if they're really doing something? Yeah, yeah, like, because like you said, they just go back to their day job and they continue doing what they're doing it's no way to say you know it's right. no way to kind of right. check in on them but, like, it, hey, but it is though and really that's done? and that's what i'm in the process of like wanting to create out here is we do we can create institutions where we hold them accountable like part of this town hall is what i'm having um coming up is i'm literally going to talk to all of the decision makers that involved with the police right so the police mm-hmm. chief i'm uh the police chief he's white i'm talking to the school board or the school police, who's black, um, the district attorney, and then like the head of the public safety commission or something like that. And mm-hmm. what I want them to do, and what I want us to do is to pull out these statistics, pull out these receipts that show um, what policies are in practice on each level that are disproportionately affecting black people. And we gonna come up with a solution right then and there. Right, right. And then mm-hmm. after that, I I do believe like there is a like there like you can create like we have one, but they're not being utilized per se. But there's we have like an African American police, uh, something where basically they're supposed to be doing that, right? That like they have a conversation with the police chief every month where they need to be like, look, you said you was going to do this, where is it at? Because at the end of the day, bro, your police chief is is a is a is a is a elected official bro they want to vote right bro. so it's like if i'm if i'm prominent in the community and i'm holding you accountable or something you gonna you gonna do yeah. it because you want the people that's gonna talk to me like you want my there definitely yeah. needs to be like quarterly reviews and check-ins and stuff absolutely like that. absolutely Most definitely of somebody who's appointed by us exactly. yeah we trust because they can hire somebody that's just gonna be a yes man yeah yeah Shit, that yeah, it raises a big conversation. Look at you know, even uh, even in uh, even uh, federal government, you know what I'm saying? Like there should be something in place. As well, well, that's well, mm-hmm. do the you know? I I uh, I wonder if the the hearing committees look like us. I don't I don't know if they do. Probably not. Probably not. You know, the, not. you know the Come senators, all white you know, and the um, like the senators and stuff and congressmen, like they have to answer to somebody. So it's like, what are they doing? But I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, your you you hold your policy, your elected official accountable, bro. You do that because you're a voter. Oh yeah, for sure. Right, right, for sure. Definitely. And even um, go ahead. No, no, my fault, man. I was just gonna say, definitely go out and and participate in voting. 
if you're is it primaries or general like the primaries, primaries yeah. right? Primaries, yeah, yeah. Primaries are coming up in your city or state. Um, just get educated on about who in your community is for black people and for the black or has a black agenda. Well, shit, we um, only got one person. Don't vote <laughs> along the lines that you think we have to be loyal to. Um, that's all we. That's all I'll say. No cap, definitely. Um, I think uh, with with the times that we're in right now, I know everyone says it, and it, like it goes in one ear and not the other. And trust me, it has with me myself too. But it, I think like we're at a, we've been at this point. So let, let me not even say right we're at a point now because we we were at a point where Trayvon Martin died. Mm-hmm. We were at a we were at a point where uh, Amadou Diallo died and was shot forty one times by the NYPD. So we we've been at this time. So I've but um, as a black person in America. Yeah, as a minority in America, like you, you cannot afford to be ignorant in these in these situations. And and like what Trey was talking about, you're supposed to you're, you're supposed to be involved with local politics. You're supposed to be involved with federal like with federal politics and have some, you know, have some insight on what's going on, bro. Because like we can't we can't we can't remain we can't we can't be ignorant and be blind to what's going on, because this shit has been going on. Like Trey just said, like you know, even like you know, so we gotta we definitely need to make sure that we read up on some shit and. And continue to 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 to, uh, to open our minds and emancipate ourselves as yeah. people because this shit is not going to stop. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, let's 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 switch topics a little bit. I recently, let's talk about we, black women. We also we also one now. more one thing topic. just a just a one yeah, more solution do. that we need. We also need to right. educate our youth. Right. People always say, like I just realized like how sometimes problematic that could be. Right. We have the elders and they always be like. Uh yeah, it's on y'all. It's the youth, but it's like, bro, if you ain't give me no knowledge on how on how X Y and Z works, how am I do anything with right. it? Yeah. And like, I I think right. one of the things that I want to implement that I'm really gonna go forward with is putting having like black uh book clubs in every I don't know high school, yes. elementary school, or something. Yes. Like black book clubs, bro. Like, there should be no reason why I don't know. I didn't like it. Took me to senior year of high school to know who Malcolm X was, bro. It, there's no reason for it. Yeah, there's no reason for it. Like I never read or even touched the, or wanted to touch the book until senior year of my of high school. And now, like, like I be in college, yeah, yeah. and you know, I always make sure if I have a meeting with anybody, I always make sure like, well, what made you think that way? You know, give me a book that best represents you. Like I ask literally anybody that, and it's all about building a library, bro. But it's like, what am I? Like I'm building this library, I need to give it to somebody. I need somebody else needs this game too. My young people need this game too. Like I'm gonna still do the work, but they they gonna come out even stronger. No cap, no cap. And shit, Trey, Trey brings brings up the a good ass point again, bro, about reading and shit. Like I know for I know for myself, I can I can I can be honest, bro. I I wasn't reading for a while, bro. And what what actually helped me start reading was I had somebody. Tell me after every chapter, write them mm. a summary of what I read. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I, we can, we, you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing with listening. Like people say, you can, you're hearing me, but you're not listening. Same thing. With, it's the same thing with reading. You you read the words, but you're not actually internalizing what's uh, what's on those on the, what's on those pieces mm-hmm. of paper that you're reading. So, challenge yourself. Like, write yourself a little summary. Find somebody to read a book with. You know, like you know, it can be a close. Like it doesn't matter who it is. Accountability, bro. Express to somebody what it is that you're reading. Or, yeah, write in a journal or some shit like that, and try to apply it into some real world shit. You know, because everyone, for like no, like everyone, everyone doesn't have the ability to just like I right, pick up a book and read. So you know, challenge yourself to set benchmarks for yourself and 
you know, and, and reach those benchmarks so you can, you know, you can get to a point where reading is becomes yep. second nature to you, you know what I'm saying? But it's crazy because even, even if you're thinking about reading, like, so majority of individuals in the world would just, you know, go either on Amazon or to the bookstore and just, you know, casually hit their favorite section, whether that be nonfiction, history, whatever it may be, um, and just look that way. But understanding, well, I, where was I? I believe I was in, I was in Detroit, yeah. I was in Detroit, uh, my mother, she wanted me to find a book for her. So I went to the African-American section, didn't find it, was walking around for like 20 minutes. Like, I'm a very independent person. I hate asking for help. Um, so I'm in there, like, literally walking through every single section, people looking at me crazy. So I finally decided to ask for help. Um, and then the lady takes me to the African-American section, all the way in the back, <laughs> like, right by the bathroom. And I look, and it's literally, like, two, it was, like, two shelves, but, like, uh, it was it was probably yeah. 30 bucks, bro. Like, and just even even not even having the access to, like, enough black authors mm-hmm. um, is, is really problematic, really problematic. But one of the things that I was able to see uh, during all of this on social media was, like, people just posting a bunch of threads of, like, good books to read. Okay. Had Malcolm X. Um, had, had a plethora of books. I'm not even going to try to name them because I'm, I'm drawing blanks right now. But, yeah, it had, it had A to Z, like, everything you would possibly need um, about, like, racial equality. Um, even finances when it comes to just being a black individual, um, but just literally everything that we needed to educate. You guys should read uh, Hood Feminism by uh, Mickey Kendall. It's a great book. I did a show on that a while back. Um, yeah, it's just like about how it, it, the subtitle is, is is like, you know, about the women that a movement left behind. Like, it's just about like, you know, the underappreciation and, and how we don't how the feminist movement has not supported black women and just about the black woman struggle um, in modern America. It's a great book. Great read. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a good, uh, that's a good, uh, that's a good, uh, segue right there. That's a good segue. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Like, so, um, one of the things that I saw on Twitter, Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. ahead. No, I was going to say, I saw on Twitter, um, it was a quote. So this girl was basically like, uh, t- let me know if I'm wrong, but black men don't support black women like black women support black men. Am I tripping? And I was, I was thinking, and literally two seconds later, because it, t- it didn't even take me that long to like think about it. But it was like, damn, that's actually facts. Like even right. on my fence, I'm like, yo, like I've, I've been seeing so many black women just riding, supporting, and you up, just letting you know your worth. Um, and for us, I feel like as black men, we can definitely. Uh, definitely do a much better job of making sure one our black women feel safe. Because um, even another Twitter thread was just I don't even want to talk about that subject, but just a lot of black women um, started speaking up about um, horrible things that was happening to them. Um, so it's just like man, like so much stuff is happening. I feel like we're really doing a terrible job mm-hmm. um, at an at really reciprocating the love. I'm um, ensuring that our black women feel as safe as you know and comfortable. It starts with respect. Shit. It start. It, it's, yeah, it's, it definitely starts from respect. It's like uh, what Dr. Omar Johnson be saying though. Like, I think right now, as as uh, like all black men, all, like myself included, like I'm I'm, I'm not gonna act like I, like I, I got it all together because I don't. We all, you know, we need to turn our light bulbs on, bro. Like when you like in this in the simple like what I was talking about earlier about how media media portrays shit. I think there is a hypersexualization of the black woman, yeah. bro. 
You know what I'm saying? In terms of how black men view black women. Like we can't every time every time we have a conversation with a, a woman, it's always attached mm. to an agenda to it. So it's like, oh, I'm gonna talk to her. But shit, you know what I'm saying? She, I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to say this so I can fuck. Well, I'm trying to do this. Like, there's always an, an agenda and an incentive when we talk to women, and especially our black women in specific. Oh, I'm talking to her. She, oh, it's going to be my future wife. It's going to be this. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's never a conversation between two human beings. It's always a conversation with an incentive and an agenda behind it. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely feel like, you know, and, and um, like Mandy said, black women have been pushed, you know, to the shadows when they've been on the front lines. Like, if, you know, I'm not sure if all of our listeners noticed, but the Black Lives Matter movement was started by two black women, bro. Like that was that, like, you know, like I know everybody's like, who's the face? The face of the Black Lives Matter movement is two black women. And they don't get talked about. They they're not they're not they're not Aren't being on CNN about these, these issues. Aren't they trans or gay or something? Again? I think they're just I don't I don't know what they are, but I think they just identify as like I just, I, yeah, I was about to say, I just wanted to highlight that if that was. I, I wasn't trying to. I just wanted to highlight that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. I, I, I'm, it, yeah, we, it makes me nervous if, because I, I, the, when I look back over history, every time there was a distinctive leader of a movement, they got killed. Um, And so it kind of makes me weird. Like, I kind of like the fact that they're kind of, not in the spotlight as much, but like I feel like they do get. Mm, nah. nah, bro. You know who they are, though. Nah, I, get, I don't know that. I, I, I don't know that. Fuck it. We're gonna talk about. It. Let's talk about. It. Let's talk about the patriarchy that exists uh, for every black for every black movement. Every black movement that's that's been had so far, there's, a, there's been a patriarchy attached. Oh, Cam, right? Cam, so, no, Cam, 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 I'm going Cam, off now. Look, because I'm look, going bro, off now, nigga. You don't understand. Like somebody told me that that's rooted. That thinking is rooted in institutionalized racism, or it's rooted. No, not institution. It's rooted in white supremacy, yeah. bro. The fact that because I was like, I was like. Hell yeah. Why, like we were talking about the spook who sat by the door, and we were talking about um, black leaders, and like being a being a change agent for black people. So let's say I'm an elected official, and my whole agenda is doing things for black people. But I feel like I was like, yeah, black people could do that, but we can't speak out on it. And it was like, why? And I was like. I mean, because, like, we got to do everything. So he said, why, bro? Like, why can't you be openly black? And I'm like, like, damn, like, like, why like, why do I feel like that, bro? And, and it's because it's rooted in white supremacy, bro. Like, yeah, they, yeah. like, why do you have to be the spook who sat by the door? Why can't you say, I am black, I'm going to do this for black people, regardless of what anybody has to say? Why? Why do you have to, like, why do you feel like you have to play mm-hmm. a, a freaking mind game with the white people in order to get to to get a to get a to get a a a black agenda pushed. It's politics. I think uh, if 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 Autumn was here though, she was Autumn would say. <laughs> I hope Autumn listens to this episode. She would say we're copping the plea though, only because she would like she would say we're copping the plea because at the end of the day we do have some agency and some integrity as men, as black men. You know what I'm saying? Like so we're supposed to you know, have a little bit of an awareness of what's going on. Like, shit, even the MLK speeches, bro, back in the days. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I don't want to, I don't want to misquote it or get the names wrong, but I, I was told that MLK purposely and intentionally uh, uh, denied several civil rights leaders. All, uh, um, when he gave the speech, the I Have a Dream speech in the Washington Monument, 
he basically denied some, several several rights leaders access yeah. to the stage to be on stage with him. James Baldwin was yeah. James Baldwin was one of the people. I'm not sure if it was Alice Walker, but I know it, it was James Baldwin. It might have been Angela Davis and some other people. But when we look at the civil rights era, the the person that's highlighted the most is like 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 MLK, like Malcolm X even gets pushed to the shadows yeah. sometimes. So common denominator. I think with every movement. Yeah, the common denominator yeah. is Christianity and and also men. You know what I'm saying? It's always even, men, 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 men. You know what I'm saying? Even the whole structure. Bro, come on. Like, bro, yeah, yeah, like, right. I'm just telling you, bro, I literally had a breakthrough. A lot of every, every, yeah, that's every scary. institution that's scary, that black people are involved in is rooted in white supremacy. And I'm like, I don't have all the facts because this yeah. is just like a new breakthrough. But it's just like, name one thing, bro. Name one thing. You can't. And that's crazy. That's crazy. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Look at how the, the like even the, even our own family structures and the patriarchy that exists in you know that within our own family structures and our own family institutions. Men men have the job. Women are the housewife. They want you know what I'm saying like you know. Yeah, but I think that aspect I, is it, what plagues the like like our our consciousness about that like the fact that women are. It, it, like historically viewed as like caretakers and they kind of like internalize that so like even though that mass incarceration affects women black women as well they say mm-hmm. oh it's an attack on our black men you know but it mean? is yeah they're right yeah they and they're riding for us, for us. And we don't go to ride for them they're they, like you said they're they're riding for us like hell they're they're freaking on the front lines they're getting I seen you know how many photos I've seen of black women getting fucked up by them rubber bullets yeah. on black front women lines? everywhere at these protests. I love it. So I, I you know yeah. I, I feel like it's kind of ignorant. I, I feel like it's kind of ignorant, you know, with the connotation that you know the police brutality is something that only affects when like Major just said, bro. It's kind of ignorant. It's kind of fucked up because black women ride for black women ride for us, bro. And we don't do nothing but oppress them. We don't do nothing but push them down. We don't do nothing but shit. Let's be honest. Men, black men sexually assault black women. White men sexually assault black women. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many institutions that's against black women. It's like, you know, it's to a point where they're like, sometimes they feel like they're out here on their own. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, you have nothing, you know, if, if, you, if you have your, if you, if you have your, uh, what you call it, your third eye open, you realize like, damn, we, we kind of, we do have them on our own, bro. Because look at that old, like, we, ro- we rode for George Floyd as we all should have, as we all should have. But this whole Breonna Taylor shit, there's no way Officers broke into this woman's house and shot her. The, first of all, the wrong woman house, the wrong house as, in general, and shot this woman eight yeah. times. And those people are just not being investigated. That's why, and, and, and then, and then let's gotta even talk about that. But why is that? <laughs> you gotta legal, be bro. Why are the police legally able to go to serve no knock warrants? Like that's that, that shit is you not okay. You know what okay, I heard about re- recently? That shit is not okay. Recently, I, I heard it's not, about it's a not. woman. There's there's this legislation called um, something immunity. I can't remember the word right now. Something immunity basically Civil? allow it allows the police basically to do whatever the fuck they want. There was this case, right? They're suing. Uh, I I hate that I am not educated. I sound very uneducated on this, but like, no, nah, I know you don't. No, nah, it was it, yeah, it was just on the fly. But like, there, mm-hmm. there was this woman, right? Police came to her house. This black woman. Police came to her house looking for her boyfriend. She said he's not here, but allowed allowed them to go in. They then 
had a 10-hour standoff with her dog. And they destroyed oh, her God. whole house. Tear gassed the house. Lord. Bullet holes everywhere. And she was homeless for two months. And she was nine, uh, uh, eight months pregnant. Wow. And why, why, it's why, why legal, it's called legal, legal immunity. immunity? Yes. And they, when she tried to sue the first time, they said, well, you allowed the police. Yeah. That's a, so therefore, that's the, whatever that's happened. That's the happened. crazy part, bro. No, because look, because look, bro. No, that's what, want, bro. But, and that's they what I'm saying, bro. Want. Like, that's why policies gotta get changed because they really can't, like, they really can't. Like, even my, my, like, when you get pulled over, bro. Right, you don't have to talk to the police. You don't have to say anything. But I guarantee you, everyone that Blake, Cam, Manny, all of y'all can agree with me is that we as black men do not have that option. Really, we as black people, we don't have that option to say if the police says, "Oh, uh, let me, oh, uh, are you, uh, do you have any drug?" You say no, and then he says, "Oh, well, if you don't, well, let me search it." Then I'm not gonna say no. I'm going to let him search my car, bro, because if I say no, bro, yeah. I'm on a list. Yeah, I'm going to let him. Yeah. Man, that's that's scary. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a dangerous, and then they search your car, bro. Anything car, that they bro, find, man. they can it's keep, like, bro. The like, there was one case where the where uh, cops were taking as little as, like, 87 cents. Because there was like it was under the under the statue of like drug mm. whatever like they suspected he was a drug dealer because they had like barely any weed I like I sound really informative not given the actual stats but it was like barely any weed and they took eighty seven cents because they were like oh that could be rooted in a drug deal what <laughs> what. Yeah, and these what? there's some all types of what cannabis all over the fucking place. Yeah. The world is full of shit. The world is full of shit, bro. The world is full of shit. But yeah, I, yeah, it's 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 definitely hard. It's definitely hard being 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 black at a time like this, bro. And I definitely um and I think uh one last thing I think um it's important to realize the importance. Like you know, if if this if this, if you don't feel this, I I really don't know what else you can. I really don't know what else you know you can um. If you don't feel this at the, at this point, you have no human consciousness. You have no love for humanity at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Regardless of skin color, you have no love for humanity, and especially specifically black people. George uh, George Floyd's last words was oh, calling out for his mother, and I, and I, at first I, I I said, I yeah I said that exactly. I said that to myself. I'm like, damn, like, I would do the same thing. And then Stephen Jackson came around and he said, yo, that man's mother died two years ago. Imagine that. Imagine that. So so for all you motherfuckers. That that sit here and, and continue to bash and oppress black women and and we continue to sexualize them just like that. We, we know first of all we're not even worthy. We're not even worthy, bro. We're not worthy, bro. We all we're come not. from a black woman. We're not worthy. We're not worthy, that. bro. We're not worthy of a black woman, bro. The black woman. Exactly. So like you know, all of us started with a black woman, bro. They ride for us. They 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 take care of us. They nurture us. And these are all shit that they don't even have to do. They're not. Who who's just said like uh, how not many stories of deadbeat moms do you hear? Not a lot. Hell, you don't hear none of that shit. <laughs> you don't hear a lot. Not a lot. Yeah, you do hear a few. Uh, not a lot though. Not, not, a, not lot. a lot. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I know that's a bad example to make, but still, like you know, we just need to do a better job with highlighting what's happening to our black women and actually not not making an Instagram post and saying I stand for black women. Actually taking actual action. If you see 
If you're in a club with somebody, you see somebody yep. being a little bit hey, over, over, with somebody somebody that's, yesterday, that's, that's bro. Too, Up on a girl, we, call we wanna, that. We want to uh, uh, um, bash the whole police system and say that, oh, good cops are not good cops if they stand by and watch bad cops do bad things. We should apply that. Yeah, you're not a good nigga. You're not a good person. You're not a good person. Yeah, no cap. Abuse black women, (laughs) hurt black women, and not say anything. You know what I'm saying? We cannot allow that to happen. We are the same. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah. Okay. I seen that. I I seen that a lot at at Morehouse. Yeah, that's a fact. Like that, that like I learned a lot about that through Morehouse. Yeah. I'm like, bro, like that's really crazy. Like that happened. Not 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 the sexual violence, but I'm saying like, like people like men knowing and not saying anything and still continuing to be friends and advocate for that person. It's like, huh? I'm like, I'm like, bro. I got homies yeah, that's yeah. like doing that's the same. Ter- like, the, like niggas is on the streets every day. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna advocate for that. Like, I'll be like, yeah, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Like, you, you can still do better. Like, I, every chance I get. But it's like, bro. I'm not finna. Bro, I, I have a no sister, so it's like, yeah. I can't sit. Like, I'm not gonna sit by and watch somebody. I have a mother. Scratch that. I have a sister. I have a mother, bro. I have a grandmother. I'm not gonna sit like I don't know how anybody could sit by and allow that to happen. And and a respect for black women in general, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like and even like you can got, do it in a joking matter, like, bro. Like, and, like I, damn, I know like, we've done that. it. Just like we we see somebody wilding, we like, bro, you wilding. Like we joke with them to yeah. make it. Yeah, like you tweaking, bro. But like we still gonna do you, even though we're joking. I don't, I, and I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't <laughs> joke. But at the end of the day, it's like I'm not gonna allow you to be in that situation, bro. I'm gonna do whatever I know to do to pull you out. And it's like, bro, you tweaking? Like, what are you doing right now? Like, you see what you're doing? Yeah. It's- <laughs> even even in our school, like, I, I it's it sounds it's gonna sound bad, but shit, this is what happened. Goddammit, at our school, there was like a little movement where women were literally, you know, um, I forgot the name of the organization. I think it was like Safe Space or something like that. I can't remember it. But they would like post people's names. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the whole on, you on know our what, campus. We, we know, know what you of, did, of people. Campaign. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, we know what you yeah. did, campaign, bro. And I ain't never seen a campaign yeah, get so sudden and goddamn wrong in, uh, in my life. You know what I'm saying, bro? Every it is, it don't move me every semester. Too. We'll hear a story, bro. That is sickening, bro. Yeah. Call your man's up, goddamn it! This this is your nigga. You want to take cool photos with him? Y'all want to be cool and get a hundred and five hundred likes on Instagram? Call that nigga out. And that's, that's why it's important, bro. Like, that, shit, for that shit is weird. Every I feel like every if you if you're an entrepreneur as a black man, bro, bring a black woman along with you. Like I'm doing this town hall, bro. Like I'm bringing I'm bringing a a black woman along with me, Raquela. Y'all know her. Like I'm bringing Raquela along with me. I'm like I can't. I, I'm not gonna like I can't speak to the to to black women like I I I don't I don't have the knowledge that's, so it's like I, support, I need you right there with me. That's why I support mm-hmm. the push for Joe Biden to elect um, a black woman as VP. Um, I Let's think talk about important. it <laughs> because mm. yeah, yeah I, you, I, think, I you think you think he's gonna do it? Gonna I think that'll lose. help him push him over the edge because listen, 
Like we're talking about black women. I don't know. I don't power. know if we do that. Black women but voters list, are like listen 50, though, more more sure. than fifty percent of eligible black women voters voted in the last election. But and they're but the that's, most educated class too. But that's and the most that's educated the, group in America. I agree a hundred percent. But that's not what put Trump in office. We don't know and, how. But I, I really we don't do, know. I really do. I really. I really do. I yeah, really he, do want Biden. White, I really do want stuff. Biden to went to pick a black woman because that's powerful. Like I'm, right. I'm, I'm supportive of that. But if I'm thinking from a political mindset, right? If I'm looking at what I saw since the last last election, I put Trump in office, bro. It was it was uneducated white women in the Midwest, and it's like, I don't, I, I don't think a black woman is gonna get that. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't want to sound it, like it, that, it, but I mean, office though because. When yes. you look at it, he didn't win the popular vote, bro. He won by the electoral college, bro. He's a trickster. He won he by tricks it was like, it was, in mirrors, oh, yeah. smoking mirrors, yeah. bro. He really shouldn't That's have won. True. Yeah. A policy that niggas don't even <laughs> understand. Like no exactly. no one even really has exactly. the full understanding on what the electoral college is. Yeah, no I got a whole What'd you say, Blake? Yeah, that's why I, I was like, I got, I, I got a whole econ degree and don't know. Yeah, no, no one of us do. If somebody was to ask me, like, explain what it is, like, nah, <laughs> no one knows what the hell like, that. Like, that's that's like, is. That's it ethical? No, because what, because what they do, what they do is called gerrymandering, right? It makes, it makes to me, it makes Republican Yeah, they they change the 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 county border locations lines, right yeah. to include a certain mm-hmm. group so they get more delegates for that certain amount of group so let's say you want to take boy, delegates man, from a black NPR area knowledge right here take talk delegates from a black area and uh, now you have more power over here like you know what I'm saying like yeah that's why these certain states are but, swing states because they have so much power that's bullshit that's the that's the Republican game like I was saying earlier with the mail in ballots that's what they doing. Like bullshit. Trump about to stop these mail in ballots, and then they go gerrymander all the all the uh, the voting polls office, to bro. the uh, to to these uneducated uh, white people. Trump bro, is not leaving to MAGA. <laughs> to MAGA, bro. This yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this year alone, in terms of politically, <laughs> Trump has been voted to be impeached. Bro, he has I- in. He, he he. There was a global pandemic, and he and he literally cut the he cut the, uh, the and, 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 and it was on your race right, bro. And it's fired and this the, one year. Fired the nigga that was giving facts on the on the on the uh, pandemic. Doctor Fauci? Fauci. Oh, he got fired. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Fired. That nigga was gone, bro. <laughs> that nigga, I was wondering why I haven't heard a lot. Fauci from him, is gone, bro. Trump said, "Yeah, bro, <laughs> you're you're out of here, bro." Everybody loved Fauci. Nigga, fired. Was so Fauci. accurate and just bro, straightforward. Bro, Fauci was a real one. Fauci, like Trump said, "Yeah, nah, it's gonna be done in the fall because the heat." Fauci got up the next, like the next five minutes. It was like, "Yeah, nah, it's still a threat for the for the heat and uh in the fall. Please stay at home." I was like, "Yeah, he's a he's a goat." Nah, Fauci is a G, yeah. bro. <laughs> this nigga Donald Trump. That's that's this, this nigga called the military on his own Literally. citizens, bro. This nigga. And 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 then lastly, this nigga has freaking yep. 
destroyed the integrity of our entire democracy by saying that if he, <laughs> if he loses a mail-in vote, that he's not leaving office, bro. It's honestly funny, bro. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> This is in one year. It's not funny. It's just so outrageous you have to laugh. Yeah, yeah. I'll put yeah, let's put it that way. It's blatantly disrespectful. He's dead ass. Especially serious. comparing comparing the reaction uh to things that he says in the bro. compared to like how Obama was. Bro, like, bro Trump said that nigga birthday people was crazy. ready to get him out of office. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, off his middle name alone. <laughs> like, yeah, he lost started. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. He that's, did that. Bro, he did, that's he did what that. I'm <laughs> saying, bro. Like Trump is crazy, bro. Yo, this bro, nigga is the I, president I, of our, at the end of the day, bro. I like, I respect it to it. Hey, I'm like, bro, if you could be that openly racist and that ignorant, thing? openly, like, huh? I'm like, bro, I, I gotta give it up, bro. Like, it's, you, it's you, not, it's not a reflection on his ability, though. It's a reflection yeah. on the country. Like, it's a reflection on the systemic racism, like we've been talking about, that exists in all these power structures, and then it reflects. The deep, I don't know how to say it. Uh, you know, his oh, base of state? voters is just a lot of them are uneducated be, white be, people, bro. Yeah, yeah, I have to be very <laughs> political about the way I talk though, because I do belong yeah. to uh, I feel uh, like yeah, 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 yeah. a news organization, so I can't, you know, yeah. I'll say it right now. I, I think a, a big problem right now with this whole politics shit going on is. One, first of all, we have no yeah. we have no political leaders and figures that look like us yep. and speak like us, right? Politics is complicated as fuck, bro. Let's be honest. The average person, the average person doesn't know what the hell is going on. Where where are the people no, that look like no, us to bring no. the average person to help people have a better what's understanding of what's going on? But the bro. people that matter don't. So what I mean yeah. is like the average, like, bro, I'm a I'm a I'm a middle class black American citizen, right? I I know about politics, bro. Everybody mm-hmm. that I've been associated with is is really not everybody, but most of the people that are active, right, are middle class. So the middle class knows what's going on. It's when we get to the lower class, mm-hmm. lower socioeconomic statuses, it's like they don't understand like local politics. Like they'll get mad. And I'm like, bro, like y'all can literally take this dude out of office because uh y'all are just a majority. Like when you look at local politics like that, like it's crazy. Like I see it all the time in my in in, in my city, bro. Like black people yeah. are not the majority, but we really got power. And people don't realize it. I'm like, bro, if y'all like like that's why like if yeah. I ever went for something, I'm going straight to the hood. I'm like, bro, y'all y'all vote for me. I got you. <laughs> like like bro. Yeah, like I'm like, bro, like y'all, like y'all, like it's that's, how, that's like, how you gonna go about. Came in, they're gonna be like, oh, damn, we have we haven't had all of these voters come in in a long time. We didn't even know these yeah, people. Yeah, you gotta really look at how many people are eligible to vote every oh, year and don't vote. Let's talk about it. Let's like talk about we're it. letting we're letting less than probably less than yeah. half of the country decide our fate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, why? obviously, all four of us are a part of that less than half but like why are we not eligible to vote bro yeah mm-hmm. yeah because <sighs> if you are a felon and then even on a different tip once you uh 
once you that shit's um, dumb, bro. That shit is yeah, so yeah, dumb. What, how you know what else? That's crazy, bro. If you're a felon, yeah. Yeah, you can't. That shit bro. is yeah, dumb. My, my dad, dad can't. I don't bro. understand that. And then, like, when that, bro. bro, let's, let's, <laughs> like, oh, I don't understand. Like, that, like that's all institutionalized racism, right? A lot of uh, a disproportionate, a, a good majority of yeah. black men are ineligible to vote because we are in jail or, damn, this sounds kind of bad, but, but you were in, yeah, like, it's not, it's not, it sounds terrible, but like we're in jail and no, we, no, it doesn't we're facts behind it, bro. So we lose a good amount of our voting power off that because, bro, like as soon as you go to jail, bro, you get you're a felon, you can't vote, yeah. you can't get a job, you're not eligible for um, financial assistance, housing assistance, anything. Like that shit is just dumb. That shit is so dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of educated people who, uh, but, but and then we have to look. Nobody's getting well, educated in prison, like bro. And if I'm if I'm gonna lock somebody, too, I was right? just watching a documentary about this the other day, and it was talking about how 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 freaking um young people get locked up and get stuck in the system. There should be no absolute reason why a 13 year old is done for life. What do you expect he's gonna? What do you expect he's gonna do? He can't go back to school. He can't vote. He can't yes. do anything once he turns eighteen. He can't get. A, he can't get a job. He can't. Like, what do you expect him to do? He's of course going to turn back to crime, bro. Of course they're going to turn back to doing what they were doing. That's the only way they can get money. Like that shit. You know what? I, I, I want to say. And then you too, provide though, I, I no education it. systems in, and, and in inside right those those freaking child prisons. You don't have no right. no. You don't have no no vocational schools. You don't have no no uh college programs, bro. Like. Like what? Like that shit is so stupid. But you know, but that, but that's, but you know why that is? Yeah. That's because white people are scared yeah. to. That's because the system is scared to 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 let people have second chances. They they want to maintain their their supremacy. So scared. it's like no, they are, bro. They're because because you have to recognize that that person at the end of the day is still my equal, and you can't do that. Like I recognize everybody is still my equal. I'm not gonna knock down on someone just because they went to jail. They they might have made a mistake. Yeah, I, and, I, and 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 the, and the system is set like a lot, a lot of people that have went to jail for a long amount of times. They they oftentimes they come out and they're enlightened and they have a new sense of spirituality so and they they, they, have, they have a little bit That's more higher political awareness. The, 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 so the, it's kind of it's kind of it's the, the, um it's correctional system. Claims that jail is a rehabilitative place where people go. In it's not, bro. What rehabilitative programs productive. do they have, bro? Yeah, that's cap. Bullshit. I mean, you know that. There's cap. only like, one. Saying, there's only one that. college where you can get a college degree. I mean, there's only one prison where you can get an associate's degree, bro. And they just put the documentary on Netflix. And also, I did a show on this mm. earlier this year too, as well. They're charging Talk inmates about it. to use ebooks and and read. Like yes. Like, yeah, bro. Like, like seven dollars a minute. Like, like, it, it, and it's like way above okay. anything they can afford. <laughs> okay. Like, I got... yeah, That's like y'all want to like so y'all niggas don't even read on your free now. time. Why are we charging somebody else to do it? Like, come right. on, bro. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. And also, too, y'all white motherfuckers think I slick, right? We can celebrate. We can celebrate some of these. Um, some of these uh, cases getting acquitted where people, yep. oh, he was locked up for ten years for a crime that he didn't commit and come home. 
Nick, first of all, first of all, let's talk about, let's talk about, let's talk about, Trey. Yo, y'all locking niggas up for having an ounce of weed while these white motherfuckers are selling weed. They get home Bro. from the ounce and now they can't even vote. What type of shit is that? So imagine the niggas that that were, were like 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 yeah, people. Yeah, niggas are like y'all want to. Let's advocate for people to get free, but let's also advocate for these people to get their freaking voting rights back, bro. That's like, 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 if we really want to talk about it, and like one of the things that makes me so upset is like when white people talk about uh, yeah, talk about drugs. Like if you if you oh, really try to trace the origin of a drug by race, and I hate to do it this way. But you know, most most of the crops start in the in the lower uh, near the equator. That's where the best weather is. So around them countries, that's where you're gonna have the development of these drugs. Mm-hmm. But when when push comes to shove, the only way they're getting to America is one way. It's not through a black person. It's either going to be, well, really it has something to do with smuggling, which of course we all know, and that's one of the um, issues that you know Trump is so strong about. But that's a whatever tip. And the other one is just the white, Bro, we, white they, want people to come in. Go ahead, Blake. Go ahead, Blake. Let's just call a spade a spade. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I was just saying, bro, then we got to talk no, about why weed was even made illegal that, in the first place. Right. Bro, we was made illegal in the first place is because of um, uh, uh, people were claiming, white people were claiming that it made uh, black men more... Aggressive and things like that, yeah. and then I believe what happened um, from my memory was that um, they tried to blame um, like some high man for raping a white woman, and then after that, I it was like, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That shit was that shit was sick, bro. <laughs> yeah, y'all white motherfuckers think y'all slick. <laughs> Yeah, 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 white oh, man. Man. <laughs> yeah, you're hot. Your I'm pissed, okay? Yeah, I, got, I gotta get it out, bro. I gotta get it out. I'm angry. <laughs> I'm hot. Yeah. But shit, let's, let's also talk about, um, me and Manny talk about this offline all the time. Uh, we talk about well, we we talk about like the celebrity interaction in terms of like how some celebrities. I want to I talk about something else during these times, today, and though. it's very revealing. Oh, I want to talk but about specifically the that we had before we got on the call, though. Um, all right, go ahead, go ahead, my fault. <laughs> because I feel like that's kind of moving away from the whole, uh, like I don't know. I feel like this is the right black plight in America. Yeah. <laughs> not not even not really though. But I feel like once we talk about celebrities, we'll get off track. You know. Oh, okay. Um, but anyways, I produced the show Yeah. Yeah, what is yesterday, Thursday about mis- misinformation online. Oh yeah, um, you were talking about right this. now surrounding the protests. And I like that show. I thought it went great. Um and Cam does not agree. But I want to hear Cam's point out. Yeah, I don't so, understand why Cam doesn't agree. Mm. Okay, so all right, so all right, so this is this is my standpoint on it, right? Damn, this is gonna be crazy. Yeah. Right? This is gonna be a national political statement. Right now, right? Just, this is I'm, I'm scared. All right, so any future jobs that's looking to hire me. If, if there's any future job that's looking to hire me right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, don't even listen to the podcast. It's cut off right here. This episode is done. <laughs> but I have a strong... All right, all right, that was a disclaimer right there. I have a strong problem with a majority white media outlet talking about the misinformation 
of what is happening to black people during this time. And the reason why I say that is because it, I feel like it's a dangerous game because then you're going to start to have black people who are, who are listening to your podcast question everything they're saying, right? So you're going to see, you're going to see the, ah, I can't, I can't really articulate it, bro. But it, it's just, a, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like a majority white news outlet talking about misinformation right now, right? Because we could be talking about misinformation, like this, this, this isn't the first time misinformation has been, this isn't the first time right. this has happened, bro, where people report something that's some shit that actually never happened right so like I I have a problem with a majority white media outlet choosing this very moment right now to to say that you know what I'm saying they could have said that before George Floyd has died they could have said that before that they could have said that a long time ago but to Let choose this very moment to say that I don't I don't appreciate it's kind of skewed on this point. if that makes sense this whole conversation sense. comes from the fact that Twitter recently flagged Donald Trump's and the White House tweets as false yeah. information. Uh, and he's tried to sanction Twitter because he was oh, upset real? about that. Shit was dumb. And also, fake accounts, fake, fake accounts of this group. I, I told you, I told why, you. Trey, nah, hey, Trey, why, 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 why did you this before, Trey? Did not, you know what I'm saying? Well. <laughs> don't no, have, don't have I wanted it to be it, a natural it. conversation where <laughs> you present your opinion and I tell you why it, it, it's important. I mean, some other people probably have the same opinion as you, and you could even hear my opinion and still okay, okay, go ahead, hold go ahead, to go your ahead. argument. But we're going to see. I'll continue. But I say, also, there was a fake account claiming to be Antifa, which is supposedly this According to conservative right wing media, conservative conservative white wing media says that Antifa is a progressive left wing militia, <laughs> a very organized militia. Right? They so a, a fake Twitter account was created that said, mm-hmm. "Tonight we're gonna fuck the city up." Something like that. Like we're going into residential white neighborhoods. Specifically, and looting and going to people's homes and attacking people, right? They said this. Twitter immediately found out that yeah. that account was fake and was created by one of the, the, the most well known and longest la- uh, uh, existing white supremacy groups on social media. They created that. Then a Georgia governor responded to those claims. And guess what? Donald Trump Jr screenshotted that tweet and posted it to his Instagram. Governor Kemp, the, the, the motherfucker yes. who suppressed uh, Kemp uh, all, all the goddamn Casey Abrams votes. We're calling niggas out. Blast them away. You should shoot them, kill them. That are all this stuff. Inciting violence on people. That same governor who had that same set, he had them same, I'm going to keep cutting Not you off, yet. but he had them same sentiments he actually had a commercial. I want you to watch this shit. When he ran for governor, he had a commercial of, of him driving a freaking truck and about 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 undocumented undocumented uh Mexican people that, that stayed in Georgia. He had a whole freaking political uh, uh commercial of him driving a truck with a shotgun talking about shooting yeah. them. I swear uh, to God, this, it's the craziest shit. The governor of Georgia, from. Governor Kemp. No, I mean, this is mind. where it's all coming from. As well, I was surprised while I was researching the show. Cause I went into it with the angle that, nah, all these all these white 
conservative people are trying to incite violence and different things, use fake different things to create a race war. Really, that's what I thought. But I was surprised to see there's this bud. I, I, I for the show I booked this lady named Jane. I really can't pronounce her last name off the top of my head. Litvinenko, something like that. She's Russian, I think. But um, she writes for, she covers disinformation for BuzzFeed, right? And she has this uh, blog kind of post where she continually updates misinformation about uh, <laughs> about the protests or around the protests. Okay. I was surprised to see some of the stuff that I retweeted on there, bro. <laughs> That's not funny, but so that's it's happening like, on both crazy. sides. <laughs> it's happening yeah. on both sides. I was like, "Wow, bro!" I can't remember what it was. I think not, it was like, "Yo," but well, what what the tactic is is what people are doing is basically taking videos of arrests and protests and police brutality situations that happen around different protests from 2016 and 2014 and saying they happened yeah. this yeah. week. And it's not true. And it's just like riling people up. And it's kind of these bad actors. Yeah. Is I also about in the show like these bad actors that take advantage of people's emotions during a high-strung situation and a high-strung time, and like are using those to kind of incite violence. Yeah, I've seen a number of tweets um, to where. One for for an example, uh, one I saw earlier in the week was talking about a Hispanic man was basically right. shot by the police during one of the riots. I'm like, yo, like how come I haven't heard about this? Hella retweets over like twenty thousand, excuse me, over two hundred thousand retweets. Um, so I start, you know, start scrolling in the comments, seeing if I can find right. anything. Lo and behold, somebody's like, yo, this didn't happen. This was like years ago. Um, and then on a separate occasion, I actually saw this one today. There was a picture of a young lady. Um, and it essentially said that she got killed by police um, be- because she was pepper sprayed and had asthma or something like that. Um, those people in the comments essentially saying, yo, her family's asking to take this down. They've been receiving threats. Right. Um, this isn't true. And it's right. like almost to a point where you really don't know what the truth is because you have national media pages tweeting things. And, then you and have there, there's also um, people random sources who are in the trying comments, to get like, clout hey, right like, now. This isn't true. Can you please and basically down, blah, 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 blah. a lot of these Sometimes a lot of these people are posting, yeah, oh, sure. my cousin went missing at the protest. And everybody, I, and just everybody retweets it, retweets it, retweets it. And they're just trying to get their following up and their, their presence on social media. And it proves that it's that's not even real. This whole misinformation thing, all I'm trying to say is that it happens on both sides and that it's very dangerous and you have to be very aware. And after I produced that show, I really, it's really hard to get on social media because I'm like, these aren't, every time I see something about something that happens, it's not from a verified account or it's not always from a verified account. It's not always from a news account, which you can't trust the news that much either. But as far as you know, they're not going to say that something 2016 happened 2020. You know what I'm saying? So it's just hard. It's just hard. And I seen a little Duval tweet earlier. He was like, you know, this stuff is so, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it's like, he said, this world is just basically so corrupt that it will have you questioning your own thoughts. Yeah, it is. And I agree. 
like Arlington okay. said, every black, every institution we're involved in is 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 rooted in systemic racism, and it's yeah. like no rooted in white supremacy. Oh yeah, white supremacy. So it's like it's just hard, bro. It's like I, I, I really, I really, it's really not to be a pessimist, but it's like, is this really going to end? You know, it, I mean, it's hard, but or shit, is this about- just how it is. I think to talk about information, let's talk about these freaking majority white news outlets hiring people looting as opposed to a black man dying by police. What's the more important to you, the, the Louis Vuitton store or or or, or 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 human's life? Let's talk about that. Right. Let's talk about that. Right. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's it's very misleading. Like, and 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 it's creating competing narratives. That's why that's why people are so divided on this issue. Yeah, because cause, cause the same verbiage y'all used about black people and, and a black men and black women, like talking about oh thugs and stuff like that, y'all are y'all, y'all are um y'all are choosing to attribute those same those same characteristics to people that are looting. So you're right. like, oh these thugs, like the the movement we have peaceful protesters, and then and y'all motherfuckers think y'all slick, man, because what y'all would do on TV is y'all would say peaceful protesters and show a. a a, 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 a scene of, of, of a black person, a white person walking down the street together saying Black Lives Matter. But when y'all talk about looting, y'all show these videos of these black people in these stores and, and, and don't choose to highlight at all these white people who are breaking these glasses. I have a problem with that. See, I, the thing about it is you keep talking about TV. I don't think many people get news from cable television. I think people get their news from social media. And I think that the, 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 the algorithm is creating division because I feel like for our age social media yeah but majority would still be TV TV still yeah TV's king bro we're only 22 23 years old bro okay okay if you say so are your parents tapped into Twitter and Facebook and and everything like that more than television my parents we don't have a TV in our house so that's out of the question. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 it's true. They're on, yeah, they're on Facebook. Yes. Manny's first time seeing it, watching TV, bro. That, that that boy didn't know what to what to how to act. <laughs> bro, my grandmother Manny had a TV, so I would just watch. it. And you really didn't have a TV growing up. Not in my Manny, house, no. Manny didn't know what HBO Why did your was. Parents not give you a TV? It was um yeah, the, nah, the was, church that I grew up. I was on that HBO HBO after dark. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The church I grew up hey. in didn't believe like they believed that television was like. It was just, you know, not good. They they like no. preaching against Hollywood and stuff like that. That's the kind of church I grew. Up. But what did you do on your free time? I went outside and played like a real kid. What I mean, like, I played outside too, but like I watch TV when I got home. Like yeah, like you play with your neighbors, Paul. Um, yeah, I played with my neighbors. <laughs> I ran around, played with dogs, and. Want golfing? Come inside, go to sleep. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, do go to sleep. I, mean, early, I, had, I had a computer. Like, I had a computer. I had a couple. I had a couple movies though. I had Cars and and Drumline. That's it. Oh god! This thing was going to bed at six thirty. <laughs> Early bird. <laughs> hey, just six thirty got me geek. <laughs> That's mad, early, bro. Hey, 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 hey! You know, you know when the uh when the senior discounts rise. That's when Manny gonna be. 
Sixers got me beat. Nah, I had. I had Man, it was rushing I don't home. Know, bro. I had stuff to do. Like, I don't know, bro. And, and plus, like, my parents kept me in all kind of stuff, like golf, golf things. Yeah, that's good, bro. Doing, I was busy. I wasn't even home. Like, I didn't have no. I didn't have a TV or a game system, bro. And I was good. Yeah, you're a lot more normal than I would expect someone of your, uh, like, your uh, upbringing to be. Upbringing for sure. Yeah. Cause it was a, it was a dude I went to school with uh, in high school, same story. Talking about yeah, he didn't have no TV or anything. Fans didn't know who Beyonce was, bro. Yeah, yeah. He was I had weird. to learn all that. <laughs> I had to definitely learn all that. And Manny didn't know who Rick Ross was. He was a freshman in college. I don't even know when I got hit to Rick Ross. Probably high school though. Yeah, damn. Yeah, probably high school. Gotta be. But I yeah, was like, I've always loved hip hop music, so I got in trouble uh, for. Bringing a Soldier Boy CD home and stuff like that, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah, always been like tapped in, like, like it's it's it, that that's the thing about that is like it's no way to shelter your kids from that because like when they go out to school, if they go to public school and stuff like that, they're gonna be. I was around people playing music and I'm like, what's that? Or watching movies in the classroom, like, what's that? You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, for sure. That's why I like, right. like a lot of like evangelical Christians homeschool their children because they don't yeah. want them out in the world. And that's a fact about the public school thing because I definitely never had that talk. But you know, I, you I am where I am right now. Like public school builds character. You learn a lot from it public does. school. Public school way better. Public school way better. Anyways, back to the back to the original conversation. I'm not back to back to Cam's point. We were moving on to talk about. Celebrities. I don't want to spend too much time on this though. It's not too much. I just wanted. To, I just wanted to, to highlight the fact that um, I'm not sure Blake and uh, Trey have uh, like. I'm pretty sure y'all y'all, y'all low key noticed it, but the Canadian celebrities. Oh. oh no, nigga, fuck the, the, <laughs> the, the, the Canadian celebrities are riding for the movement more than the, more than the American celebrities are a little bit. You know. I watched the weekend donate 500k and challenge all of his freaking record label to, to do the same. And just today, Sony Entertainment announced they're donating they're donating 100 million 100 million to a. Uh, a uh, but what does that do though, Cam? Let's talk about it. What does that do, right? Yeah, I need receipts for all. Yeah, they too. donated. Yeah, yeah, no, that's real. They did that, but look, they donated all that money. Black people still don't own their music. Like, <laughs> what did you do? You donated money to school. Ooh, okay. I'm, I'm a okay, cool. Donated but money to day, white people to manage black people at the end. Bro, of the day. thank you. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, Meek Mill don't own his own his masters. Drake don't own his masters. Like, no, no, Drake Drake owns his. What? Well, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm talking, but this whoever signed under Sunny, I'm I'm sure a good who signed under Sony. I'm sure a good majority of them do not own their masters. So it's like, what is the point? You're still, let's say they put out, like, I've seen Meek Mill, Trey Songs, um, I'll Conway the Machine, Conway the Machine, and I think one other person put out songs, and, and uh, Casanova, right? They all put out songs that were relative to what's going on today. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all of that is cool, like, use your voice, but like, bro, you, you're niggas gonna stream it. What, what are you gonna make off of it, and what are they gonna make off of it? So it's like at the end of the day, they still profiting off of off of black, off of black struggle, off of black um trauma, all of that. 
it was interesting to me to li- I, when I listened to the Joe Budden podcast this week. I, I, I text Cam like <laughs> Joe Budden dropped Tito on the podcast because he said basically Spotify was like, yeah, we're gonna participate in the blackout. He said, okay, so we're not recording on Tuesday, right? And they was like, nah, you gonna record? Just black out the screen. What? So, oh. They not really. Yeah, they not really. They, it's just. It's all pandering, bro. It's all pandering. Fuck you, Drew Brees. Talk about it. That nigga posted the black square. My fault, man. You were you in your bag, my nah, man. Nah, go ahead. Nah. That's what, no, we, we got to Drew Brees right. I just wanted to say that. But uh <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, I mean he, it, this it's funny to me, bro. It is honestly funny to see these like the, these celebrities are just like falling out of the sky. It's just like it's hilarious to me. And then the fact that he posted the little handshake thing, and then niggas just all they had to do is like search black and white, hands, and they like found the exact picture. That's hilarious oh, to me. The Virgil Abloh situation, honestly, it's hilarious. <laughs> I, 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 I see, I, I see what he no, was that's doing. Hilarious. He, that's yo, hilarious. I see what no, he was doing. No, I still no don't know. Nah, I, I, I see what he was 50? doing. It was like, no, let me, let me because, because. Aware of the full post, like you know, I y'all know I don't be on Instagram like that, but yeah. I guess the full post was he he posted it and then he challenged like the rest of his followers right. and stuff like that to to match it. Right. I'm I don't I'm on the fence about it, right? Because yeah, at the end of the day, you are a millionaire. I assume yeah. you make a lot definitely. of money. Oh, he's definitely but, a millionaire. But 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 for somebody who doesn't have a millionaire, like. When Drake posted, how much did Drake uh, send? Like a hundred thousand. So it's like that. That doesn't make me feel like I can contribute because it's like, oh damn! If I donate my little ten dollars, then you know, uh, that don't mean, yeah, that don't mean shit. But oh, like Virgil, lo- I mean, if looking at it from his standpoint, he I see what he tried to do. He tried to Virgil use his was- voice and say. Go ahead. Go ahead. He he tried to use his voice and to uh, activate other people yeah. to donate, so that way they didn't feel like, you know, just because I donated two hundred thousand dollars, then I can't donate. Me as a regular person. That's just the atmosphere of the internet, bro. Like you said, people don't read. <laughs> Niggas didn't read the whole post. They just looked at Virgil Abloh fifty dollar donation. That's crazy, and then they started to flame him. So I agree with you, like. What he was trying to do was motivate other people he donated to match his right dollars of all his followers and stuff like that and challenge. Exactly. Like people are creating endless challenges. Me and Cam, Cam keeps trying to challenge me to do stuff. I'm not hey, doing. Hey, it. Hey, 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 hey. That was only one time. That was one time. <laughs> Thank you. Why, yo, wise man, try to push that narrative. I hate challenges, bro. Listen, I hate challenges. Bro. I challenge Manny Do one not time, tag everybody. me in a challenge. I will not do it. <laughs> I will not do it. I'm sorry. Fuck y'all. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm, hey, I'm hey, uplifting hey, black men that, right now and black women, but I'm not doing that little black men post. I'm not doing that. One because yeah, I feel like one because like a lot of people I, I am fame and my uh my the aesthetics of my page uh I can't sacrifice that one. And then I'm I'm really all about aesthetics, and I don't like the aesthetics of the challenge. I feel like it's pointless. To challenge people to do stuff, it just makes no sense. I don't know. I don't get it. 
So, I think people just want to get their photos off because it's like they couldn't post for a little bit, but now they want that that instant gratification. Like, yeah, like you know, right. I'm starting to look at my likes again. Just that that feeling of looking through. Okay, who liked my post? Yeah, let me right. tag. Let me be social. Yeah, needed that little fix post. back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just post your shit and go. Not playing. Not playing. But chill, what, chill, what, chill. what were we talking about? Yeah, niggas post me. I I am a black Maybe. man. Like nigga, I know what I am. I don't need to announce that shit on social media. <laughs> yeah right. I'm a black. Isn't this a reoccurring trend? Isn't this a reoccurring trend? Like it happened like earlier this year, right? What the same? I've definitely post? seen that same kind of like I am a black man thing happen. Like post. Bro, I haven't even been on yourself. Instagram for a full it year just, yet. It sounds silly, bro. Damn, post one true. picture of yourself. Oh, it's time to uplift. Da da da. Like no, it, everything doesn't have to be performative, bro. Just use your platform to just, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything doesn't have to be a performance. Like, I don't know. Social media is a nasty game right now, bro. It's just a nasty game. I can say that I survived that whole black man thing without posting that shit. I did not either. I feel bad, though, because I feel like none of us did it from Cliff's post. Nobody. (laughs) White, white. Man, 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 edit that out. (laughs) That's real, though. That's real, though. I feel like Cliff knew. Cliff, Cliff, Cliff knew. We never post though. Like he picked the wrong group of like. Yeah, he did. Like he picked the wrong yeah, group. None of us were friends, but I mean, yeah. I don't know, bro. Just, the internet is a weird place right now. Like everybody's attacking each other. Yeah, it's it's toxic because not toxic because it's it is toxic. Yeah, it's toxic, bro. Cause I was, it was a statement um, that I wanted to make earlier. It was basically like a rant that I was wanted to do, um, but I couldn't even rant like I wanted to because one, of course, you got to do that first check for spelling and then just to make sure you you sound right and you're just yeah, not yeah. making yourself look like an ass. Yeah, but the yeah, second yeah. one was like, "Yo, is everything I'm saying correct? Like, I feel like can I get put in the group chat if yeah. I say <laughs> if I say it this way? Do I need to say it this way? Okay, let me water this down a little bit." Like it's it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. It's kind of like so. You mean just like a a, a a a mass censoring happening right now? Censoring happening right now. It's like, and I'm dealing with that yeah. too, though, because I work for, like I said, I work for a news organization, and I can't have an opinion. I have to stay objective. They they keep having Zoom meetings about object objectivity and stuff like that, and I think two people from our newsroom got in trouble for, like, their tweets and stuff like that. And so I can't have really, you know, this kind of crazy vocal opinion about... But then again, it's like, I I don't understand it because there's no such thing as as objective media. Like, it's literally no thing. Everything is is one... Everything is this side or that side. Huh? Yeah. Depends on what type of media, but political, I feel like you got to... Well, 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 there is a... There is a thing as objective media. Like, every media is object... Every media, every media entity has a goal. Like, Fox News has a goal, and it's to spread conservative conservatism. Um, NPR has a goal. MSNBC has a goal. Bloomberg has a goal. Like everybody has a goal. Yeah. Um. But I, I, I definitely see what you're saying, Manny. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But it's crazy because Fox News, their motto is fair and balanced. 
Oh, we <laughs> like that, that tells you right there. Yeah, okay. Facade, bro. Like it's a facade. It's no such thing as objective media. Let's be real. Like you know what I'm saying. Let's be real. Let's just be real. Like we ha- we we. Yeah, let's just be real. That's all I'm saying. But it- I, I I I agree. <laughs> Only say I agree because I think we've been talking forever, bro. Uh shit, you the host, goddamn it. If you want to get something off, you just start saying something. Go ahead. I'm done. Well, respect our black woman, love your black woman, read about black woman. How about that? That's what I'm in on right there. I think I'm gonna name this episode. Is it nasty uh, to give it up as the at the protest? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm glad you put that in so Shorty don't hear this. So, <laughs> it, is na- it is, yeah, it's nasty. It is nasty. Nah, no, nah, I also want to say one thing, tweet, too. I seen a tweet earlier this week that was like, oh, my homegirl met her boo at the at the protest. So, that's it's different, different if it happens naturally <laughs> versus like. Don't don't go to the protest to get a, a picture off and definitely don't go to the bad no bitches. I mean, shit. Yo, man, yo, man, edit that out. Manny, edit that out, please. Manny, edit that out. <laughs> Yo, Manny, Manny, yo, Manny, Manny, please, bro. Manny, please. No, he's, he's okay, alright. Ain't gonna edit that shit out. <laughs> yo, Manny, take it out. I got you, bro. I got you. <laughs> but, Go ahead. Bro. I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead, bro. All right, look. Oh, this is my last. This is my last ten cents because I always got to talk about them because I love them so yeah. much. Look, my black Me, woman. I you. appreciate y'all. Y'all oh. supporting OC. Um, no boy. And to the other races, look, just because uh, you post a little black box and Black Lives Matter, stuff like that, we appreciate that, too. We see y'all. But we're not a trend, right? Don't don't start expressing hella interest to me after I've been trying to go smack to you for like, for, like, months now. Like, it's too late, baby. We're not a trend, all right? Yeah. We've been the diamond, all right? We've been, been the diamond. Nobody yeah. hit you up? Bro, every, everybody, bro. Everybody. Mm. Whoa, wait, wait, you might wait. Have to hit hold that on, for the hold culture, on. Though. Hold on, 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 Blake, 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 don't tell you are you are participating in the in the fornication of of white women. Get off, Doctor Umar. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Are you participating? Yeah. Okay, I had to check. I had to check. That shit is just. That's not what I, I was about to say. She's a non. I was say she's a non-African. <laughs> no cap. But I will. But I will say that the express interest is uh is is love, but we're not a trend like it. Nah, bitch. I mean, nah. Mm-hmm. We that. I was I mean, never I messed with a white woman. I love seeing the little white girls I had a crush on in high school, like protesting and stuff right now, and speaking um, out. <laughs> I don't know no white. I don't know no white woman. I didn't go have no white woman in my high school. I'm happy as hell. I had no white woman in I'm my college. I'm coming from North Carolina, bro. <laughs> yeah, we've all seen different tears. We've all, we've all seen, seen different black, tears. I've seen black and Hispanic. My Latinas. Also, I just want to say this too. It was this one white girl that I know that I realized she was black. Now it's kind of weird. <laughs> no, she's white. She's black. She's really black. <laughs> She's been posting that. She's white. Like, Shorty's really black. Yo, 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 Doja Cat. Yo, Doja Cat, you real quiet right now, Doja Cat. You real quiet. <laughs> nah, she posted something. She posted something. But we don't want to hear it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm happy she's canceled. Y'all still smashing? Yeah, yeah, she's canceled. B. Simone is... No. Why, why is B. Simone canceled? <laughs> why is that? 
Why is Bisa Moe canceled? She said this stupid shit. Go ahead, go ahead, Blake. Get get off. So essentially, what she what she was saying, because I don't want to paraphrase, but what she was well, that's what I'm going to do. Anyway, essentially, basically, what she was saying was, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not a political individual. I don't think I have, I'm in a position to, you know, speak on things Which of is this true. matter. Um, but at the same no, time, ooh, it's, it's not true because you're a black woman. Yes. Um, and and when it comes to just speaking out on things, when you have a platform, just just say no one expects you to be okay. This is the type of policies that we need, or this happened, and this is why it's wrong. Like, but nah, use your voice. You have thousands, millions, millions of followers. Um, so use that. And essentially, one thing that a lot of people were kind of saying was, oh, you quick to you know talk about doing A, B, C, and D. But when it comes to you know talking about something that's really important, quick to sexualize black like men, and quiet. Yeah, she was at the protest though, bro. That After was a... she got called out though. Oh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I'm not bad at her. I don't know who be. I don't know who uh, B Simone is. You know who B Simone, um, B. Simone is. is don't that I'll be she, over. She be like, she be like, yes, baby girl. Baby, baby girl, baby girl. Baby girl. <laughs> I promise you. I don't I don't pay attention to any I don't like <laughs> the only the only like social media personality that I actually look he's gonna, he gonna say black men. No, I don't. I'm but uh Drewski, that nigga's funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, that nigga's funny. Man, I don't watch anybody hey, else. And, I just watch Drewski and, 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 and we need to have a better sense of humor. If you was mad at that Drewski shit, lighten up a little bit, bro. Like that's Drewski's whole thing. So like him doing that on the news, bro, it's like that's just a I thought he was gonna be serious. No, but I, was, I, no, I, I did not think he was gonna be serious. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't understand why. Like, I'm not gonna get mad at that. I'm gonna get mad at Desi Banks though. God damn it! <laughs> he wasn't even funny. He wasn't even funny to me. So that the fact that this is happening, nah, Desi right, Banks right, was right, funny. He was not consistent. He's not he funny. Was, he's consistent. He's as, consistent. As like, someone who's from, as someone who's from up north, no video of him saying how hood niggas does this, this, this. It's funny to me because they're all from a southern perspective. Yes, bro. it's an Atlanta perspective. Duh. Yeah, that like, that's why it's win. funny because we got it because that's because we got an Atlanta perspective. Yo, King, that's it bats no, or no, let me let me not what, say something. I, I think it's bad. I have no idea who that is either. I was gonna say something, but I might I might be up one day and I have to be in the same rooms <laughs> or something. So I don't got no problems. I don't got no problems, hey, but I'm gonna still laugh. I hope I Yo, beat Virgil Abloh one day. Two Virgils is hilarious. I'm gonna yeah, keep two it Virgils. Two Virgils I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep it two Virgils. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that yeah, going. I'm never, I'm gonna yeah, be saying these that. These jokes is never getting old, bro. <laughs> never getting yeah. old. Yeah, yeah, the two yeah. Virgils is hilarious. Man, man, I don't know how you couldn't laugh at the fact that somebody put up a keychain on his website that was worth $125 and the lowest one was seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> they said he might as well donate the keychains to the movement. God it would have been it would have meant more. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> The 50 Cent yeah, thing was, ca- funny. Uh, was funny, too. Oh, yeah, 50 Cent, 50 Cent, 50 Cent, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. You just got yo, way yo, too yo. much time right now, bro. This is hilarious. Last little tidbit. This is, this is off air, but, yo, Jer- Jerry Lorenzo and them, they released, like, a whole uh, George Floyd T-shirt, right? Mm-hmm. So I click on it, right? First of all, the shirt was $100. <laughs> okay. And, and it was limited. What type of bullshit? 
What's happening? Let's, let, let, hey, let's, let's talk about that too. Was all proceeds go to? Uh, was all right proceeds now. go to? Yeah, I've I've seen a lot, but majority or really all of them that I've seen so far. Um, I can't speak on the Jerry Lorenzo because I didn't see that, but majority of um, products that I've seen, all the proceeds, again, 100% of the proceeds were going back to a, a foundation. Yeah. They said they said the proceeds were going to his kids' college fund. But y'all, okay. if, if it's a limited fund, you pay for that for hundred dollars. Like, how, like, he did. Who knows? He did. Who, who knows? Who, who, I don't know what they're doing. Well, I mean, that family... It's going to be rich and deserve to be rich. Street culture has profited off of black people, bro. Man, let's talk about it, bro. Products way too affordable for black people, bro. That's why when I saw Round 2, which is a store and brand that I like, I fuck with Sean Witherspoon. His shoes are hard. I just didn't like his response to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Might as well. I mean, although... They did destroy two of his stores, bro. Completely destroyed them. But if you look at a, if you look at someone like uh, what's that dude's name? Joe Fresh Goods, right? His store got looted. Yeah, I was thinking of Joe. But his response was, sure. so, well. "A window can get replaced. Black lives can't." Sean Witherspoon's post was like, "I'm disappointed in VA. Like goodbye VA. I'm out of. You know what I'm saying? Like with a broken heart emoji or something <laughs> like that." Stupid. I didn't really like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I was like, white man. When I when I really think about it, has, has you know you you are in Richmond, Virginia, and I'm looking at these little vlogs that they're doing. It's not people from that look like us in there. A lot of people who look like us in there. It's not. It's a bunch of no, white kids with their mom's credit card coming in there, and it's a lot of overpriced. I I went to me and Cam went to the to, to the round two in VA. And I went to the round two in Miami. Both of those stores, bro, like the stuff in there, if you go in there, everything is overpriced, bro. Everything, yeah. bro. They've never, I haven't really seen them ever do like a, I'm not going, I can't even say that they've done a toy drive at Christmas. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know, bro. I don't know what they've done like socially. And it's just like, yeah, their store was targeted, definitely. Because it looked like it was being targeted because they got their whole shit wiped out. People know what's in there. And it's just like, hey, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But no, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what to say because I'm like, he didn't deserve that. But then again, you could have been doing a lot more. So and then then don't act like it's like y'all can't rebuild. You know what I'm saying? Because at this point you have like Four, four, like four or five stores across the country, plus a Nike collab, and your shoe is on the resale market for like six hundred, seven hundred dollars for a corduroy shoe. Like, bro, come on, you're good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. The show's bullshit. And actually, man, I'm actually happy that you that you that that, that not only you said that, but you specifically said these white kids with their mom's credit cards. Yeah. Cause that's what the sneaker culture is now. Y'all rich motherfuckers ruined it for the rest right of us. now, bro. Y'all ruined it. Yeah, it's trash, bro. Ever since quarantine there's started, no, there's no man. way like these retro J's should be in two in the two hundred mark, bro. No oh way. my god, bro! Don't even get me started on that, bro. Don't even get me started on Michael it Michael Michael J's, Michael bro. Jordan donating a hundred thousand to all these social programs and da 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 da. 
and bro, niggas was dying over your shoes, and you ain't say a fucking word. Suck my dick, nigga. Michael Jordan, he's he's full of I hate my he's full of shit, bro. Fuck, bro, bro, shit, bro, bro. Kids were dying over your shoes on the news, bro. Like live, like people was report the news was reporting yeah. it every time a shoe dropped. Now all of a sudden, it, now you see, now it's trendy, mm-hmm. and now you want to donate, man. Don't, man, mm-hmm. get out of here, bro. I don't, I don't want to hear none of that, bro. <laughs> Thank you. I don't want to hear none of that, bro. Kids was dying over your shoes, bro. Your shoes, you have control over your shoes. You are Jordan. No cap. You are Jordan. No cap. And what did- you are you you at one point in time at one point in time, bro. You were the the strongest black male voice in America, but all of but but you had none to say against anything. In, in the, the in the world, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the world, bro, you were the, you you were the strongest black voice in the world. You and Oprah, but y'all was mad quiet. Like, come on, bro, come on, bro. Like, I I'm I'm not I'm not yeah, with that, bro. I'm, I'm not with I'm speaking not. With Jordan's full of shit. Has 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 Oprah made a statement shit. yet? Because I probably, I watched the Last Dance. Though. I can't even. She, Oprah probably opened up her checkbook. <laughs> That's how Jordan did. Let's have you ever have you ever heard of have you ever heard of Kobe Bryant? Bars are way better than them, man. Let's not get into that. Man, 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 this is offline. Man, this is offline. Anyway, yeah, R.I.P. Kobe. R.I.P. Kobe. Man, this is offline. Quick to tell you. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. You got to end it. Anyways, this has been the fourth episode of in that MLK Boulevard. You know, if you're on an MLK Boulevard, you're going to have a black experience. And I hope that's what this was. We shared some of our thoughts and opinions on what was going on. None of this is... Oh, 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 it just hit me. It just hit me. One more thing. I'm sorry. One more thing. One more thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I feel like this needs to be addressed, though. Did y'all see? Yeah, he does. My, My bad, bro. My bad. But it has to be. It has to be addressed. Um, Serena Williams' husband. Oh, the co-founder of Reddit stepped down. Stepped yeah, down that was real shit. Chair. Yes, the co-founder oh. of Reddit stepped down from his position, um, and said, "I uh, uh, this spot should be filled yep. by a black person." Um, and essentially, for those who don't know who he is, I know Serena Williams' is. husband. Um, but he has a. I think he has two kids with her. Um, but I do know he has a, a black daughter. Like she's she's white skin. Uh-huh. Um, well, no, she's probably brown skin. I mean, it doesn't matter, but she's black. Um, clearly, she's she's a black woman. You can tell that. Um, yeah, looks nothing like him, but you know that's besides the point. But for him to do that, um, and even hearing his explanation, simply saying, you know, there's going to be a point in time where my daughter asks me, "Daddy, what did you do um, mm. during this time?" Like, I need to be able to say something. Um, mm. My daughter being a black woman. That's like, what that Trey was, was talking about. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay. that just that just has to be said. Like for those um who didn't know, now you know. Shout out to Reddit. Um and shout out to him. Like that's he's invited to the cookout for sure. We gotta stop with that, but up. yeah. That's what that's dope. That's dope. That's actually dope anyway. shit though. The rest of y'all white motherfuckers who's watching around and, and trying to post out black bo- boxes, we see y'all, man.
وشيها ماني قادر اعوض يا جو هاي ما كيو That was, yeah, go ahead. That was my point again. Keep, 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 keep that part in there. That's my cue. That was, keep, keep it. That's my cue. Yeah, I basically right said everything I need to say. This was a black ass experience. This is not reflective of any organizations or people that we're affiliated The movement that is going on right now, Black Lives Matter, and we love our black women and support our black women. And I will do more to support our black women, and I hope you all Thanks. will too as well. Um, so thank you for coming here. I say, I say. Um, we'll see you next Peace. time. Peace. I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. See my vision with a tech, bitch. I'm Malcolm X. Haters treading my effect. They want that DOS effect. Get your hands up high like a false arrest. Let me see them up high. This is not a test. Yes. Put them up. This is not a test. Now hands where I can see them. Fuck the false arrest.